Hey, Flower Tribe. Hey, Flower Tribe. Hey, Flower Tribe. Welcome to our One Son, Three Flowers podcast, Stories of Our Mothers, a wellness and self-care podcast designated to uplifting the voices of women of color. Author, self-love activist, educator, mother, and poet, Courtney Brookins will help you bloom into your best self and encourage you to make self-care part of your daily practice. Join the tribe as we embark on a journey of healing, mothering, womanhood, and collectivism through the ancestral practice of storytelling. Whether you're looking for an infinity space, sisterhood, or mommy tribe, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, mother, and self-care enthusiast, Courtney Brookins. Whether you're a girl boss, everyday woman, tired mama, or just in need of some you time, our mindfulness success sessions are engineered to get you to deepen your practice of self-care. We individually customize your session to empower your individual needs. Empowerment is only a click away at one son three flowers.com that's o-n-e-s-u-n the number three f-l-o-w-e-r-s dot com congratulations are in order many graduates aren't getting the chance to walk across the stage this season Shop airmail and let your grad know you want to celebrate their wins anyway. Airmail is a brand new e-card shop where you can set your thoughts free. The cards have messages that are impossible to find on traditional cards, some completely off the chain, but on point. Visit airmail.me to shop off the wall e-cards suitable for any situation or occasion that's A-I-R-M-E-L dot M-E. Now through June 1st, use code 20GRAD20 to save 10% on grad cards. playing that song so if you are feeling it make sure that you go on to whatever your favorite music provider station is and subscribe to tt's music but right now we're gonna welcome her onto our show day i have the honor of being joined by the legendary tt loki tt loki the nigerian queen has always been musically gifted 
Throughout the course of her musical career, Loki has won over the hearts of music lovers from all walks of life, performing at a variety of venues internationally, participating in public appearances, and all the while recording new music. Loki infuses a great amount of hip hop with her already Afrobeat pop sound. She is truly versatile, and her forthcoming project will show each side of her brilliantly. Although born in Chicago, Illinois, Titi Loki has always had a unique appreciation for culture. Both of her parents were born and raised in Nigeria, Africa. Titi's appreciation for her Nigerian roots are evident in her song and dance. She has worked with WGCI 107.5 as a promotions and programming intern, which allow her to network and receive advice from artists such as Carrie Hilson, Big Sean, Amarion, and more. She is a strong and persistent lyricist who has proven that she wants to be a music mogul in her own right. T.T. Loki has had experience performing alongside some of the industry's finest artists. She's open for headliners such as Jeremiah, Wizkid, DeVito, Rotimi, Twister, and so much more. T.T. Loki's diverse lyrical abilities make her an asset to any show. She prides herself on being the author of all her songs and songwriter for others. In addition, Loki has always found what is right while holding executive positions on boards such as Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated and ACA, African Cultural Association, she raised money for various social actions, causes abroad. Her community involvement is a key reason that she strives to be a success in the rap industry. And also a key reason why we have her on the show. So without further ado, let's go ahead and welcome TT to the show. Hello, TT. Hey, hey, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. You are welcome. I'm excited to uh, have you on here. I, I love what you're doing. I love how you have integrated so many vital pieces of you into your story, into your music. And I'm like, man, I got to get her on here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> yes, girl, you out here doing it. And then on top of that, your vibe is just like it's is really positive. I know like the first time we had a conversation prior to um, recording this episode, I was like, uh, what time is she? Because I, I, I'm really <laughs> I am definitely, you know what? I'm a horoscope person too. <laughs> I'm an Aquarius, January. Okay. All right. So yeah, I can definitely vibe with that because I, I briefly <laughs> learned that although I'm a Virgo, my moon is Aquarius. So maybe that's the connection right there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I know I just introduced you as far as your bio, but I want to give you a little bit um, to start talking about your own journey and how that has um, shown up and influenced your music. Okay, so um, for me, it actually started with dance. I remember my first show, I probably was like five or six, and I performed at this talent show that was like, it was it was outside, it was in Calumet City, actually, and it was, uh, it was like summer, it was some summer camp or whatever, but like the whole town was there, and I performed uh, a dance routine to 69 Boys Tootsie Roll. 
like I still remember that routine till today and so I actually started off as a dancer like I was always a little kid at every party like in the middle of the circle dancing and in Nigeria how they do it is when we're celebrating at um birthday parties or weddings or whatever we spray money so I would actually make a lot of money like (laughs) from, from dancing at these parties like and so um I went from dancing to to writing and from writing to recording and um that's how I really you know really started going full blown with the music thing because um I was actually background dancing for another female rapper this was when I was like in 8th grade and I did that for a few years and I just got tired of kind of being in the background so I decided, like, I'm gonna do this for myself. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, I want absolutely. The main stage. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so I, yes. And so now <laughs> I'm still able to incorporate that dance, you know, with the music, um, but just on the main stage. And um, another reason why I started writing is because I'm the youngest of three, so I have two older sisters, and they are six and seven years older than me. So I okay. felt like I was not heard much as a child. Like every time I try to talk, I feel like they just shut me up because I was a little one. <laughs> yeah, like you young, you don't know what you're talking exactly. about. Uh-huh. Yeah, it just got <laughs> so annoying. So I channeled that frustration and that's actually what really got me writing. And then Ooh, in return, that's uh, recording. <laughs> I, I was like, you gonna that. hear me one way or another, okay? <laughs> You're going to hear what I got to say. Exactly. <laughs> you know what? And my daughters always listen to these podcasts. So my youngest daughter, Cam, listen to Titi. Like, if you're frustrated, there are constructive ways to let those frustrations out yep. when your big sister doesn't let you talk. Yep, you can write it out. Take note. Write it write out. It out. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's too funny. The Tootsie Roll. I definitely remember. I'm like, roll. you're taking me back. And my family roots, I can connect to you because we're Southern. I've mentioned that in, in past um, episodes. And I literally did the same thing. Like, we would dance and get money, but clearly my dancing and, you know, getting money didn't take me in the same direction as you because <laughs> it evolved into a whole career. <laughs> I was just trying to get, you know, the next pair of K-Swiss or another pair of Nikes. You know <laughs> I was sneaking and buying candy with my money. Oh, okay. A little sweet tooth. I got it. <laughs> Yeah. So that's great. So dancing led to you singing and then now you're producing and um, making your own music. So I noticed that you said you write all of your music and you began writing as a child. So where do you really are? Are Is your lyrics, are they pulled from like past experiences, current things you're going through, things is your friend? Like where, where do you draw that those words from? So for me right now, um, I don't I, I don't feel like I've told my story necessarily through music. I think that music for me as I write is more like an escape goat. So if I'm feeling down or frustrated, I want to I want to smile, I want to have fun, I want to turn up, you know, so I feel like a lot of my music um, is more energetic and lively and kind of gives mm. people a break from their daily routine just to have fun for a second that's kind of how I deal with like just everyday situations too like 
if something goes bad, I want to smile about it. I want to be like, let's go out, girl. You know, forget that boy. <laughs> like, I'm always the one people go to when they want to have a good time. And I feel like yeah. that reflects in my music. So when I write, it's more motivating in a sense where it's like, girl, forget that. We're going to go out and have a good time. You got your own money. You have this. Don't worry about that. So a lot of that is kind of what I portray with my music is just the positive side of you know, letting go <laughs> of mm-hmm. that daily life and just just living your best life, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? That's actually like a therapeutic technique, though, because um, and they say that when you're feeling, you know, down or depressed, to physically get up and move and create some different types of movement in your body, you know, mm-hmm. that actually starts to help you release that. So I love that you're doing that for other people. Um, and for yourself. Yep. Yep. So then would you say that music is a part of your story or your story is a part of the music? It's sounding like more so music is a part of your story. Yes. Music is more a part of my story at this moment. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, it's definitely more a part of my story. Um, Cause that's what kind of just kept me through to be honest, between dance and you know, like I never was the one that really got in so much trouble, like in high school and stuff like that, because I was always dancing. I was always doing music. I was always active doing something. So it's definitely more just a part of my story. Yeah, that though. shout out to construct using your time constructively, because that would keep you out these streets, mm-hmm. out of trouble. <laughs> you know, those are some very good outlets. So, yeah, that's yeah. that's awesome. Because they say that's I don't awesome. mind is the devil's playground. So I got to keep this. Yes, active. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know we're quarantining and I hope people's minds aren't specifically the children because I'm always going to advocate for the children. I hope they're using mm-hmm. the time as constructively as possible. And, you know, connecting with other people in inappropriate ways. <laughs> yeah. And I and I tell people, too, you know, don't get too bent up. You know, if the first two weeks you were super productive and now you're tired, it's OK, because relaxation is a part of healing the mind, too. Like sometimes you just got to yeah. take a break, do nothing, just, you know, <laughs> You said that. That's okay, too. (laughs) You said that. And we forget that. Like, we lose our way in that because we do always feel like we have to be busybodies, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Because we're always naturally built to hustle and bustle. Everybody's on the move, you know. (laughs) That's why sitting down just feels awkward. Like, I'm supposed to be doing something with my life right now, but it's okay. Exactly. But at the same time, on the reverse, I could imagine like I've done so many Zoom calls. Um, I don't mean like professionally, but I mean like with my girls, like having um, cocktails and game nights. And I could mm-hmm. imagine doing a Zoom call with you, TT. I know they did. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That is so funny because I finally hopped on a Zoom happy hour. It started at six. I did not get off till midnight and they were still on. Oh okay. my. What were y'all on there doing? Were you like hours. playing your music or what were y'all doing well, for six hours? I don't hours? even know. We were playing music. We were just asking a bunch of questions. It was like 20 of us on that call. <laughs> it was just <laughs> six hours and they were still on there. I was like, I got to go to bed. I am tired. <laughs> yeah. So they were more turned up time. than me. 
<laughs> that is a long time to be on there, but I've definitely been on there some hours. And that's all I'm saying. Like, I'm thinking about, like, I was watching that baby face set and I'm thinking, like, you come in, you bring your music, you teach them yes. some dancing. Here's the Afro beat. You know, that sounds fun. Yes. I'm like, if you have an event <laughs> digitally, let me know. <laughs> I don't know what actually we have one coming up. It's actually hosted by my ship at the only oh. Rachel. Uh, we're oh, going to post nice. a flyer on Sunday, but it's going to be a celebration of women in music. And oh. um, it's going to be me versus, not necessarily versus, but me versus Tree G. She's a singer in Austin, Texas. And we're okay. going to play five original songs and five songs from iconic women in history that has kind of paved the way. So I that will that. be next week. So I'll keep you posted. Please do keep me posted. I love that. I will be on the lookout. And that even, you know what, let's talk about that. Because with you being um, a Chicago girl, but having Nigerian roots, have there been other women of color who have influenced your music career? I know you mentioned like you met Carrie and all of them, but like icons that you really remember growing up listening to or women right now that you're just like, yes, you know, you're very inspirational. Yes, absolutely. So I actually uh, listen to a lot more female rappers than uh, male rappers. And Little Kim, of course, uh, was one of my faves. Um, surprisingly, people always look at me sideways when I say this, but Kaya's first album. <laughs> or my neck, my back. <laughs> yes, that first album was actually really decent. I still listen to that album. I really love that album. But listen, um, I but, can see why I want to say some things, <laughs> but I have a different like age level to listen to this. So I'm going to just let you know that I'm, my head is moving from side to side. Okay. <laughs> but, um, but Shauna is another one. Um, I actually got the privilege of meeting Shauna a few times in Chicago. Oh, nice. And I remember we were at Olympic skating rink in the South suburbs and she looked and she, it was like a dance battle going on because I had my own dance team at that time. But she was there hosting it and she uh something messed up with her mic or whatever that she was supposed to perform. So she was like, forget it. So she had people in the crowd coming to the mic to to rap. So I was one of those uh girls who got to rap on the mic. And I would never forget this because when I was done, she literally grabbed me and like stared me down and she was like, don't you ever stop rapping. Keep doing what you do. Like I like yes. <laughs> she gave me so much life and I was so happy because I'm like a big fan of hers. She's actually who got me like rapping fast at that time, you know. So she's another person. Um, Nicki Minaj actually, I know a lot of people were on her hate train for a couple of years. <laughs> but Nicki has really paved the way for a lot of artists because when she came out, it was like a five year gap. There was no women in hip hop and then she held it down for us for so long. And what a lot of people don't know is like it's, it's really a male-dominated industry, so I can only imagine what she had to go through dealing with all these men. So the fact that yeah. she held it down for so long, she's extremely versatile when it comes to her flow. Like, Nikki's pretty dope, so Nikki's another one. Um, yeah, I mean, those, those are the women in hip-hop, I can say that. I feel like had a big influence. Those are some great ones. I mean, <laughs> I was rocking with you, because besides the Kaya, I'm like, <laughs> when they... You want to rumble with the B, huh? Hey. Girl, I think I listen. 
<laughs> yeah, oh, you know what? Missy Elliott is another one because oh, not only does yeah. she rap, but her performances are amazing. She always has the best dancers. She's a writer. She's a producer. She taps into you know every aspect of the music industry. So Missy is another one. She she always dares to be different. Like she's always creative. So yeah, you know I think um, that's something great that. I would say all of you rappers show um, it's being unapologetically you. And so even you, I love what you're doing because like um, we, you know, you're right. It's male dominated. We don't see a lot of women in this industry. And then, um, you know, we have so many images of what we should be. And so to come into a space and say, this is me, uh, shout out to all of y'all. Cause thank, thank you for you. doing it. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I love those are great examples. And I also love your experience with Shauna because I think it's really important, no matter what the industry, TT, for us to be able to have women who are willing to literally and figuratively pull us up and say, like, Mm -hmm. you know, keep going after that dream. Keep doing what you're doing. Exactly. Exactly. And I feel like they paint the picture that women don't support women. But I don't believe that because Who's buying these albums? The men are buying buying these women albums. It's the women buying it. <laughs> like so, right. So I feel like yeah. we do really support each other. They just paint this picture we like no, you know, they take one or two that beef, and it's like, I mean, we might not get along with everybody, but we we get along for the most part. Yeah, exactly. That's the narrative that they they want portrayed. But I know so many amazing women who have shown up and continue to show up. So I definitely agree with you. We got to stop letting that be the story that's being shown. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So speaking of like supporting and pulling up women and all of those things, women, women or people are listening to your music. What is it that you're wanting them to take away from it? I know you mentioned you want them to get up and move, but if there was like a message or a theme that you would want them to take away from what you're what you're producing, what would you want them to take away from your message? I would want them to remember that no is never an answer. And I say that because you know, whatever you're doing, whether it's music, whether it's dancing, whether it's a podcast, you know, journalism, whatever you're doing, you're going to run into people who might not agree, who might say, no, that's not all that. or no, you need to do this. I know you need to switch it up and do this. I just want women to know that no is never an answer. If one person doesn't like it, it's okay. Continue to be yourself own you, like we just discussed, be yourself, be unapologetically you, and don't let anybody tell you different because at the end of the day, only you can live your life. Nobody else can live your life. Nobody else is paying your bills. It's all on you. So you have to do what makes you happy because I know I struggled with that at the beginning. It was like, oh, you're not Nigerian enough or, or you sound too Americanized. You need to do this. You need to do that. You can't rap and sing. You have to pick one. And I had to come to a place where it was like, you know what? I, I just have to be happy with what I put out. So, and I'm not going right. to take no for an answer. I'm going to keep doing my thing. Like we spoke on Nicki Minaj earlier. I was actually watching an interview with her earlier. She went to almost every label and they told her no. And look at her now. They actually told her she shouldn't rap and sing, that she would never be a Lauren Hill. You know, she's heard all of that before. And now she's one of the highest selling female rappers in history. So I would just want them to take away. No is never an answer. and, And to be yourself and be unapologetically you. I love that. 
I love that. No, it's never an answer. Be yourself and be unapologetically you. That's beautiful. And for our younger girls who have aspirations uh, specifically in the industry of music or um, fields that are quote unquote unconventional for girls, um, do you offer the same advice or do you have anything else that you would like to add on to that? Yeah, I would also I would uh, offer the same advice. And I would also say just own your craft, you know, study your craft, whatever it is that you want to do, whether it's the medical field, whether it's being a lawyer, make sure you study your craft, because um, as a woman, um, they're always going to test you more because they don't, you know, they're always going to test mm-hmm. you more. So as long as you know your craft, you're going to be confident going to be more confident with whatever it is you're doing and confidence is what you need to succeed so I would tell those little girls you know learn as much as you can and and to be confident I love that TT it has been a pleasure interviewing thank you so much for coming here on my podcast thank you for having me I really appreciate it you are so welcome. And how, what are some ways that people can connect with you, whether they like your story, want to learn more about you as a person? Um, can you share any confi- contact information that you're okay with letting us have? Yes, please follow me on Instagram. I'm on Instagram a majority of the time, and I do check my messages. That's at love, low-key. Um, that's love, L-O-K-E-I. And it's at love, low-key on Twitter as well. And you can go to my website, at www.ilokey.com that's i-l-o-k-e-i.com and all my social media handles are on there and if you want to listen to more of my music I'm on all streaming outlets uh Apple Music iTunes Tidal Spotify Google Play at just TT Lowkey perfect and I will be putting all of those links that she provided in the show notes so that she will only be a click away thank you all for tuning into another episode of the one sun three flowers podcast and please remember that we have episodes that premiere weekly on Wednesdays until next time remember to bloom into your best self bye for now bye One Sun, Three Flowers is a one-stop shop for the entire family. Our mother-daughter clothing brand promotes self-care, unity, and wellness for the entire tribe through apparel. We created the One Sun, Three Flowers shop a few years ago when we challenged ourselves to create clothing that promoted self-care, self-love, and wellness and help you connect to your highest self and your tribe. Head to the one sun, three flowers.com shop and save 20% when you use the code podcast 2020. That's O-N-E-S-U-N, the number three, flowers.com and save when you use the code. Enjoy Flower Tribe. Thanks for listening to the One Sun, Three Flowers podcast. Check out show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.onesun3flowers.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. We want to connect with your tribe. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. And remember to bloom into your best self.